0: Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Adeline, And I'm Gracie. And, and it is just a podcast about feminism. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, and we have a bonus episode for you guys. And lucky for y'all, it's probably not going to take more than 45 minutes to talk about this movie. <laughs>
0: Chrissy did not like this movie. I, I didn't like this movie. She, that wanted, much either. To,
1: she wanted to like it. I
0: wanted it. to like it so badly, but um And don't get me wrong, I like sci-fi. I just don't like cyberpunk sci-fi. I find it too complicated because my tiny little brain can't get it. I mean, I just want to watch Entertaining things that, like, don't make me think too much. Okay, that's why I like Sonjo's stuff, because I just want to watch cute romances. There were no cute <laughs> romances in this movie at all. Yeah, I, I feel
1: so bad, because, like, we ended last, uh, on, we ended Monday on such a high note, or Tuesday, because that's when I uploaded it. Yeah. Um, we ended Tuesday on such a high note, but, like...
0: hi, uh-huh, I've ruined it. <laughs> Because I I was like, yes, we have to do this one. It is a classic. We got to see about this or whatever, right?
1: And we watched 1995 or 96's Ghost in the Shell.
0: Yeah, it was because 1995.
1: it is a classic. Well, Aileen cl- has said that to me 20 times oh. in the past month. <sighs> it's a classic, Gracie. We have to watch it. I know you don't like sci-fi, but we have to watch it.
0: It's true, though it is, it is one that has a lot of influence in Western culture, and I mean they even made you know a live action movie that was apparently terrible, and I didn't watch. But this movie, I wouldn't watch it
1: now for hell or high water.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah. Um. So this movie was. Um, made in 1995 like we had said it uh doesn't really say much about the budget but it did make 2.3 million dollars at the box office which i mean it's not great it's not great for the time but this movie uh did get pretty popular in western culture so and it and it really like it Continued on, like there's a lot of Ghost in the Shell movies at this point, um, and different things, and it did. It got really good a reviews. Of TV
1: shows,
0: right? Yeah, well, TV shows. TV um, shows. it's considered a really good uh, anime movie. It's ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This is based off of forty five reviews. Um, you know James Cameron has Whoa. cited. What. A 96%? Yeah, and James Cameron has cited Ghost in the Shell as being a source of inspiration for him. Um, Obviously, The Matrix... I can see that. Well, like, The Matrix, uh, obviously, like, huge uh, inspiration from Ghost in the Shell when that movie was made. Um, You know, James Cameron's uh, avatar, um, Steven Spielberg's... uh, AI, artificial intelligence, um, Jonathan Mostow's uh, surrogates—like this—all this has some form of inspiration for you know different parts of Western culture. So that's why we wanted to do it.
1: And you know what my first thought was when we when it started what? was, huh, this kind of reminds me of the 1980s movie Westworld, which is now a TV show on HBO. Because it's the same sort of theme where you have cybernetic beings that look human, that act human, that can be killed like a human, um, you know. Yeah. And uh, programmed and stuff like that.
0: So, like, it doesn't so... really give you all that much information, but it's set in 1929 or sorry got that 20, wrong 2029 20, um and yeah, there's this advanced is set in the
1: 1920s right after the crash you guys. yeah
0: <laughs> the world has really gone down um <laughs> so, i guess evolved um anyway so there's a lot of like cybernetic technology Uh, and then there's, uh, the human body can be, like, augmented, um, and, like, you know, replacing, uh, different parts with, like, cyber uh, cybernetic parts to, like, advance the human brain and the human experience, which, you know, that's something that could possibly happen in the future. Like, I just want to download my brain into a hot bod body. (laughs) That's what I'm doing Um when I die. Well, I can tell
1: you that the director was Mamoru Oshi, and the writer was Kazunori Ito, and it was based on a manga by Shiro Masamune. Yeah. Which I think is... I said his last name right. I'm actually kind of proud Shiro? of myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know any of the cast, though. I didn't look that up.
0: Mm. Okay, so another thing I want to say about this. um, The English dub was not that great. Oh, God, no. It wasn't good. I mean, like, okay. Um, Yeah, so... We should totally
1: talk for, like, the next five minutes in the way they talked in the thing. Like, there was no emotion in the English dub. Oh my god. This is where I wish I had had the attention span and the time to watch the English sub. Because I didn't have time to sit there and watch it because, you know, ADD, I've said before, it takes me forever to watch something if I have to read the subtitles. And in order for this episode to come up, I didn't have the time. (laughs) But I kind of wish I had because, like, the voice actors
0: for the dub yeah they weren't great <laughs> sorry about it I mean it was like 1985 so I guess but you know like Cowboy Bebop no came emotion. out yeah Cowboy Bebop came out like like a few years afterwards and as somebody who works in voice like voicing stuff like I could have done a fucking better job and that's saying something cause I'm awful at voice work I don't know how the hell I do this. Um, Okay, so we had uh, Atsuko uh, uh, Tanaka, who was uh, Motoko Kusanagi. Fuck, whatever, I said that wrong. Um, Kusanagi? Yeah. And then uh, Bato was uh, um, Akio uh, Otsuka. And the Puppet Master had two different versions, which I'm not going to say their names. It's We're going to butcher more names. Um, yeah. The, you can check it out on, like, Wikipedia or something. But yeah. th- there's a lot so, of... Uh, and then for English, we had Mimi Woods as uh, Motoko, Richard George as Butto, and uh, for the Puppet Master, <laughs> uh, Tom Weiner... W- <laughs> Weiner. Weiner. Yeah. Weiner? Weiner. He's Weiner. He's German. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I'm assuming it's W E I N E R.
0: I don't know. He's I think he still does anime uh voiceovers to this day. Okay. So Oh no, he's like I 70 have... and shit. Fuck. Huh? Anyways, go on.
1: Sorry. So um getting into the plot. I mean... God, this... Like, I could give you a ten-minute recap and it would basically cover all the bases. (laughs) It's Um, like... Okay. People get shot, fight scene. And then a five-minute exposition, you know, just a whole bunch of random scenes of downtown wherever they are because there's no established setting. It's just, like, Japanese town. I guess Tokyo. Um
0: yeah it's a, it called it like Newport City so maybe it's uh Yoka Yokanam Yama Yoka. is that the right place? I it's like the port city that's near Tokyo cuz Tokyo's like not exactly on the ocean. Or maybe right. it is. I don't know. I'm bad at geography.
1: But oh my god, seriously, in the middle of this movie, there was literally 5 minutes of just the opening theme playing. And I was seeing random shots of people walking around. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> that was
0: That's like legit 90s anime. So, <laughs> like, whatever it was with uh, an, 90s anime, like, they all fucking did it. Like, a lot of this kind of had the same feel as uh, Akira, where it had, like, the music playing and, like, scenes happening and shit. Um, like, there was a part at the beginning where it showed... Um, like how she was made or something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, there's a lot of naked, naked lady. It, there was so that's a lot cool. of
1: boobage.
0: A lot of boobage. I mean, her body's hot. So you know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta keep. She got an athlete's body. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like she had some meat on her bones. Like she wasn't super super thin but like she had like that athlete's body so like they did a pretty fucking good job when it came to you know but obviously she is you know a sexual being because they show a lot of uh of naked stuff which that's cool that's you know this is like it's a robot anime that
1: I, like I, I know fan service exists but like this was the first one where I was like boy they really are objectifying a cartoon woman
0: well you gotta have uh, the tits <clears throat> bouncing to keep the fanboys uh, you know attention span while you go through all of this shit yeah that's, that's pretty much all that, that Evangelion an is span. anyways <laughs> well okay so like there's this whole anime called Evangelion and it's like the most boring plot ever. Like, I, I, somebody is going to be like, how fucking dare you say that? It's not the most boring. It's so intellectual and stuff. Yeah, no, you know what? I haven't actually watched it because I don't want to. And most anime fans will be like, you're not a real anime fan if you're not watching that. Well, fuck, I don't care. Okay? Like, I basically. Hate
1: gatekeeping so much. What? Gatekeeping. Oh, where fuck people are so like, much! Oh, you're not a true fan. You're not a true fan this, if this, you don't this. know this. Oh my God! Okay, gatekeeping is one of the most annoying things I've ever seen. Like, I'm in a Disney group. Someone's like, I can't believe it was like those bracket things. Like they did a Disney brackets for March Madness kind of deal, uh, where they pitted uh, Disney movies against each other. And someone's like, Lion King beat out Tangled only true Disney fans would understand that Lion King is a classic. All of these 2000s kids just don't understand. And I was like, dude, Tangled, I love way more than I like the Lion King. Of
0: course we all love the Lion King, but Tangled was more entertaining. Sorry about it.
1: Like, I'm not a bad Disney fan because I don't think Lion King is like the be-all, end-all of Disney film. Like...
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing with the whole gatekeeping stuff. That's why I got out of uh, the anime fandom, because I considered myself a pretty big fan, but I would still get shit on because I didn't watch this or this or this. And it's like, I've loved anime for, what, 16 years now? About that? Mm -hmm. 16, 16 or 15 years, which is a long time. I mean, there's anime fans that are just starting out, who, you know, were born that year, right? So, but the thing is, I'm not going to, like, shit on them because they never saw Cowboy Bebop, okay? They'll watch it at, you know, some point, right? Uh, The thing is, everybody has their own preferences for anime and what, you know, sounds interesting to them. And there's just some anime out there that is, like, just not interesting to me. That's just how it is. And that's why I never watched Ghost in the Shell because... It seemed a little bit boring to me. Like, it wasn't really, you know. <laughs> it fucking was.
1: Yeah. That's why I don't understand how it has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I can what get it. What am I not seeing?
0: But that's the thing, though. <laughs> like, people who like cyberpunk stuff are like, yeah, bitch, this is like the best shit ever. Um, but then, you know, other people who definitely do not are like, I guess like I can understand why you like it but I don't personally like it so yeah we're gonna get a lot of fucking shit for this episode oh my god yeah um
1: uh, so we're gonna shit on what's considered one of the top tier anime movies of all time oh well I didn't like Akira either, but I'm gonna tell you right now I like Akira more than I like this movie
0: <laughs> holy fuck
1: <laughs> well nothing happened like It was a dry action movie. Like, an action movie is supposed to be engaging, okay? Like, I fucking love Die Hard. But, see, the thing is, is, like, there wasn't really any humor to help it. Because action movies rely a lot on humor in between the action shots, you know? But that's an American
0: concept.
1: Yeah, I know. But it helps the movie along. Like, there's no humor in this movie. It's just
0: dry. I wonder if the actual, the other movie has any humor in it. Like, do they have snappy one-liners? Because, like, I might actually watch it if there were snappy one-liners. Like, it just feels like, like it's missing that. the
1: whole whitewashing thing. Well, like. yeah, I mean, that was a
0: whole other fucking kettle of fish. But, like, I can understand... Ugh. You know what also probably didn't help, too, was the fact that the voice acting was just so bad that it was, like... It was hard to watch. I know. It like, was, there was monotonous. Yeah. Like it like, was so it was so bad.
1: There was no emotion in any of the English voice actors' voices.
0: So it was kind- like Yeah. She's just, like, every fucking time, flat. Like, every I get it she's that she's a robot, but, you know, her whole deal is, like, she's trying to find her humanity, so I'm not asking for, like, complete snappy one-liners, but, like, have some fucking emotion. If she's, like, trying to... If she has some form of, like, human connection that's there, there has to be fucking emotion. But there wasn't.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, basic plot is um, that there's this puppet master guy that they're trying to find, and he well, like, hacked using an old virus
0: into well, this. Cause it kind of, first of all, it starts off as like everybody's kind of mentioning this term called ghost, which um refers to like the the shell's body, right? I mean, it says in the fucking title, "ghost in the shell," right? So it's like the consciousness of uh like the head part in the body so it is the brain in the body <laughs> like that's basically what it means right so then we see major uh, motoko kurosaga whatever um and she is like the assault team leader for the public security section nine of this you know town in or city in japan or whatever and, uh, you know, from, like, a request, she has to go and assassinate a diplomat from a foreign company to prevent a programmer named whatever the fuck from defecting, uh, which kind of, like, mentions later on. But um, I want to say Delta. Yeah. So, like, that's that's what happened. She fucking kills this dude, and it's like, babbitch, and she disappears. So then... We kind of go in a little bit, you know, after that whole sequence. And the foreign minister's interpreter has been ghost hacked from something called the Puppet Master, which is really like the stupidest fucking name ever. But I can see why this guy has called him the fucking Puppet Master, because holy shit.
1: It's almost as bad as Killmonger.
0: They call him Killmonger because he's killed so much. God. God like oh they call him puppet master because he can wield himself like a puppet master and like get the shadows. it's like literal villain name fucking are, like, the hell fucking worst. like okay cool guys whatever um so then they like trace some of the phone calls uh for like whatever sent the virus <laughs> to the interpreter and they find that like there's two garbage men who are like kind of chilling, you know, and, um, like hacking into telephones, I guess, or I'm not really sure, but like they're ghost hacking individuals, um, for some dude. And the one guy's like, I'm doing it because I'm trying to figure out what my wife was thinking when she left me and took away my daughter, whatever. Right. So like, that's his deal. And, uh, and then there's like some wild goose chase, uh, when like for the garbage man. The Garbage Men, and then, like, this other dude who, um... I I just don't know what to call him. He's, like, skeezy dude. like Yeah. I don't know his name. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) I don't know anybody's name in this fucking thing. Like, nobody mentions fucking names. Yeah. It was
1: 45 minutes into the movie before I knew that the main character's name was Kusagi.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> that's the thing I only knew her name because she's a very popular character in in like fiction or whatever, right? Um so they catch the dude and it turns out that all of them have been hacked, like their brains have been hacked and the one guy's like the guy who's like something about his wife and daughter, he's actually like a fucking bachelor and has like never been married in his life and like that's the thing his mind has been so rattled and hacked uh like hacked that he like thinks he's had this whole other life that never existed which you know is kind of fucked up if you think about it so i think that's why this movie is so beloved is because it really is asking some of these questions when it comes to um you know us uh becoming part of technology right
1: I mean, it's your basic what-if robots became self-aware movies.
0: Yeah, but this, I feel like this was the one before all of those basic movies.
1: Yeah, but see, like, there was a lot of science fiction written in the 70s and 80s, especially by Isaac Asimov. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Isaac Asimov wrote iRobot, you know, which turned into that Will Smith movie. So the concept of technology becoming so advanced it kills you isn't exactly
0: new. Well, no, it's not new. It's, like, obviously this movie had some influence from, like, other genres. Like, I don't know. It doesn't really say here, but... I
1: can see the iRobot influence. Um, I can also see where maybe there was some Westworld influence because... People don't remember that Michael Crichton actually made a movie in the 1980s called Westworld. Um, you know, they, they know Westworld now because it's a hit TV show on HBO, but uh, that's... Which, I love the philosophy of that show, but I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Um, there's this YouTube channel called Wisecrack where they do philosophy with Jared and they break down the, like, philosophy of Death Note and the philosophy of Wally and stuff. And it's, they're really fun if you're interested in that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, like, uh, I don't, I, yeah, I, I mean, this movie, is, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm a terrible person, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're gonna lose half our fan base.
0: <laughs> okay, we didn't like one movie that was like beloved. Okay, we're we're allowed to have opinions, right? Okay, even though we're women, as long
1: as we're not racist. Y-
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our um... TV, our thing will get cut off if we if we're racist. Um, sorry, we're or we'll we're...
1: get sued if we if we say something correct about someone. Apparently,
0: <laughs> we're actually recording this on the day that um. Both Roseanne has lost her TV show, and then The Dollop put up an episode that was like pretty factual, um, but they had to take it down because they were threatened with a lawsuit. So, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, like maybe don't be racist, and also if you're telling the truth, why, why, why are you mad?
0: <laughs> why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad? Um, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. It's, um, okay, so what happens next in this movie?
1: Um, five-minute exposition shot, and then... (laughs) Uh, That really bugged the fuck out of me. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, uh, so wasn't there, like, isn't it the part where there was, like, a body uh, that, like, apparently assembled itself and then escapes and then gets hit by a truck, and then they kind (laughs) of... They're, like, examining the body and, like, seeing what the fuck's up with it, right? And um, then, like, this other dude, like, he comes up to, like, reclaim the body. And he says that, like, the ghost inside is the brain of the puppet master himself. Um, So, like, I guess the puppet master... Well, like I think the idea is that the puppet master like hacked into the brain or something and like became the body.
1: I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too stupid to get sci-fi. Okay, you know I'm smart in a lot of things. You put a history movie in front of me, I'll eat that shit up like chocolate pudding. But this, this, this is just not me. <laughs> I mean, I don't, all the movies that you talked about have inspired, I don't particularly care for. I'm not a fan of the Matrix. I think Avatar is just Pocahontas with blue alien people.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, I once once (laughs) met this chick who like, she was like, oh my god, I totally love Avatar. And I was thinking like, that TV show from Nickelodeon, which is a really good show. And I was like, oh my god, I love that show too. It's like so good. And she's like... Um, I was talking about the James Cameron movie and I was like, oh, no. I like stared at her for a second. I'm like, that are you fucking kidding is, me? That movie is getting like two or three sequels. Uh, yeah, about Why? fucking time, I guess. Okay. okay. That okay. movie came out in 2009. That was om- that was nine years ago at this point. The and this, when's the next sequel?
1: Like two years from now. But the only good thing about that movie was that it was basically the start of the face capture motion stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really good about that. It was technologically one of the best movies made at the time because of what it
0: did. Mm-hmm. But, but then there was also the case with, like, this movie. I'm sorry, but that one weird part where they're, like, basically they're having sex, but, like, their tails or whatever are, like, hooked into each other. Like, Ew. come fucking on! What the fuck? <laughs> this is weird. Just, it was. It I've was only ever seen movie. that movie once, and I saw it in theaters in 3D because, like, that was their big pull was the fact that the movie was in 3D, and it was, it was absolutely beautifully done. Don't get me wrong; it's just the it plot. It was fucking beautiful. It was oh yeah, just, it was. The plot was ugh. lacking. The plot was like not that great. It was like you said. <laughs> it was Pocahontas with blue people on an alien James planet. Cameron
1: does this a lot, doesn't he? Like, he'll make a movie everyone considers a masterpiece, but then ten years later, you're like, uh, wasn't that great, actually? Well, it's like the Titanic.
0: Know? Like, we look at Titanic right? now, and, like, everybody loved Titanic. It had that amazing song from Selindi on that nobody can listen to now. It had, like,
1: it had fucking fantastic visual effects. It was the most expensive movie ever made at the time. Yeah. Like, it was fucking amazing. It
0: made the most movie of any movie ever. My my dad brought us to the, to the theaters to watch it. Like, that was, you know, kind of a... And, I mean, I was pretty young. I was nine at the time, and my brother was seven. And it's like a three-hour movie, but, like, we watched the whole thing, and we enjoyed it. Because... Let's face it, the best part is when that sinks, that ship starts fucking sinking. Like, that's when shit gets real. All that shit beforehand, you're like, ugh, when's the romance shit done? But, like, you look at that movie now and you're like, no, no, thank you. Why like, is this, this movie.
1: Why is this considered one of the best movies ever made? Like, that romance what story we- is
0: fucking awful. Okay? Right? And they know I will say three fucking days. Well, if, yeah, and I will say it for everybody to in the back because there was enough fucking room on that fucking door, Rose. You move well, your yeah, fucking there, fat ass. There was enough
1: room. There was enough room, but the density of the board wouldn't have held them both up.
0: Oh, whatever. Yeah, what That's a big fucking but, door. Like, they
1: should have got on the board because it would have held up just a little bit above the water and then they could use their body heat yeah there was a way oh my favorite part of that whole movie i'll never let go and then she lets go i'm
0: like you you liar liar yeah (laughs) so we're we're not talking
1: about titanic but you guys get the point (laughs)
0: um okay so anyways uh
1: i feel like that is a perfect example of what this movie is like you're supposed to like it because of what it was for the time
0: but and I mean, there's like some cool shit in the movie, like that one part where like, um, the doctor guy, like his hands open up and he like starts typing real fast, like all over the fucking keyboard. That shit was cool. Like that was some cool shit. But you know, the fact is that um, it was like fucking weird. And um, yeah. So basically, I guess the puppet master is like in the building, and then like I think he's like being camouflaged or like there's a camouflaged agent and they start chasing it and then like I'm not really fucking sure what happens it's, oh, well there's this it's big, fucking huge convoluted. action
1: scene and then they end up in a building and there's a lot of firepower between them yeah there's and, like a lot of weird and she gets on the she gets on the tank and starts pulling it up but then like her arms rip off or some shit which was and then gross and she and the she and the puppet master get linked together because what's his face links them together and then they have this philosophical
0: conversation okay no i have to talk about this fucking conversation okay so yeah philosophical conversation or whatever but basically what the puppet master was doing was the equivalent of saying hey we're we're gonna make a baby and she's like um what no, like, the, what's going on? And he was like, come on, baby. We're already at, linked up. We got to do this. We just got to fucking do this. And she's like, I don't want to. Why? No. So what I'm saying is the puppet master raped her. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm oh
1: sorry. God. yeah. We should totally have children. She's like, but I'm I can't have children biologically. And he's like, but your thoughts are your children. <laughs> what <the laughs> fuck am I watching? And then they do, they do the like, what's his face saves them from being blown up together. And the end of the movie, it's her in a new body, strapped to these things. Like it's been twenty hours since. She she and the puppet master supposedly died or some shit and it's just like
0: and like their brains had like connected or some shit right and now like um, Batu put her in like a new body and he like even says he's like yeah this was the only body I could get it's like a little bit young young for for me and it's like it's a new cyborg like child body right so like yeah. Matoko and the Puppet Master had a fucking kid because both of their brains became, like, one in that one body, which is...
1: <sighs> and then she, okay. like, quotes the Bible. You know, when I was a child, I knew childish things. I can't remember the exact verse, but it's like, when I was a child, I did childish things, but now that I'm adult, I put my childish things away. Like, that's a direct quote from the Bible. It's just I cannot remember the verse right now.
0: <laughs> You're supposed to be our Bible expert. I know.
1: It's Um I should have looked it up, but I didn't because I was just like so over this movie when I finished it and I felt like I'd wasted an hour and a half of my life.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's... funny
1: because I told Aisley and I was like, Man, we've had a really good streak of good movies this month.
0: Yeah. It was my fault. I said we'd had a good run. Fucking did it. <laughs> Um <laughs> and that's kind of where it ends. It like leaves on a bit of a cliffhanger and I guess the next part is supposed to be I'm I not sure cuz I never at watched I'm not interested. Cuz in I never watched the second people. part. Um but yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure it's considered a good movie for some people, right? But like it's like um Roger Ebert said about this movie um he said something to the effect of like oh fuck what did said he gave it 3 out of 4 stars right praising Holy the vi- fuck. yeah he praised the visuals the soundtrack and the themes but felt that the film was too complex and murky to reach a large audience and it not until the second hour that the story begins to reveal its meaning which makes sense because that movie is pretty complex and very murky, and, like, I'm not even saying that, like, oh, I'm too dumb to understand. Like, I understood the fucking movie, I just didn't like it. I thought, like, it was a fucking boring movie. God, it was.
1: And action movies aren't supposed to be boring. Ugh.
0: I... Like, I remember kind of looking at this and being like, yeah, I... (sighs) I want to stop watching this. And like I said, like a lot of people are going to say, oh, this, whatever. They're going to, they're going to Rick and Morty us. Well, you just don't understand. There's more levels to it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I fucking, I fucking understand it. I just don't particular find it interesting. Like I understand the themes and I find those very interesting, and the concept is very interesting it's just not my cup of tea and also I want to say one thing about uh, this movie because there were some changes from the dub to like the the subbed Um, the part at the beginning where it says there's static in your brain what she originally says in the movie is it's that time of the month not (laughs) it must be a loose wire
1: (laughs) oh that's funny Yeah, too bad we had had shitty uh, voice actors.
0: Yeah, they they fucking sanitized it. Uh, That would have been. That's the thing. That's a funny line. That's like, oh, okay, that's funny. Like, she's a fucking robot. I don't think she menstruates.
1: (laughs) Ah, damn it. Like I said, I didn't have time to watch the sub. So,
0: oh, well so I'm, i don't think you know I what
1: you like it much more than what i liked the dub
0: but who knows maybe it's like a lot better like more interesting maybe it's
1: fucking hilarious as shit like white house down i fucking love white house down oh, and white house down is literally nothing it's die hard but the white house but it's funny I like I like comedy in my action movies. If it's just straight action, other? I'm not a fan.
0: Okay, so like White House... I've actually never seen White House Down, but I saw the but other you one. have
1: seen Olympus is Falling.
0: Oh my god, Olympus is Falling is the worst fucking movie ever. I saw it in theaters with a guy that I was Gerard, dating.
1: I don't know what happened. Gerard Butler... He's making some terrible
0: career decisions. Oh, honey, he's been making terrible career decisions for a long time, okay? That bitch was in The Phantom of the Opera. That movie is shit. Okay,
1: you guys shit on Russell Crowe, but he has a way better singing voice.
0: Exactly. Everybody shits on Russell Crowe for having... A bad singing voice, but it's actually, like, it's not the greatest singing voice ever, but it's not awful. It's not like, it's not as bad as everybody's making it out to be. I know,
1: I'm like, he's on par with me for, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't really have a great, you know, a great voice for Broadway. Like, he has a decent voice, it's just not that fantastic when you think Broadway.
0: You yeah, know? but he did We're, a fantastic job in Hamilton and everybody loved it.
1: Fucking, I love In the Heights, too. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're making that into a movie. I'm so excited. Oh, really? Um, Yay. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Gerard, honey, you made Geostorm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that movie either because I was like, chemtrolls in the sky. Okay, fuck no. Full disclosure:
1: natural disaster movies are fun. Like I love Twister. I oh think my god, After yes! Tomorrow.
0: I I love natural disaster movies. Like, um, I love Twister. I loved that The Day After Tomorrow. I loved that movie. And then The Day After
1: Tomorrow is my favorite natural disaster. You know movie. which one I really
0: like too. Oh, fuck! What? I loved Day After Tomorrow. That movie was fucking fantastic. It would like never happen. Oh my god,
1: baby Jake Hall Oh, like then, that was the one where the science actually kind of made sense. Like, of course, you know that's not actually what's gonna happen, but you could see it.
0: <laughs> I also really liked 2012. I hate that I loved it, but I did. Okay, because oh, I like, like, a like really disaster, bad,
1: but good. That's a guilty pleasure movie for but,
0: me. But that's the thing. I love disaster porn. That's why I like Titanic when that's when the ship starts sinking. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> ships, you start sinking. Everybody dies. Like, uh, I'm an awful person.
1: <laughs> but, but like he made Geostorm. <laughs> and I went into that thinking, oh, it's going to be like, you know, the day after tomorrow. That's what I was thinking, you know. Mm-mm. No, no. And they, it, mm. if you guys want to hear an amazing rip of that movie, listen to How Did This Get Made? Because they did it and yeah. it was a live episode, which made it even better. I love live episodes of podcasts. Maybe one day we'll do one.
0: <laughs> the live episode? Well, yeah, you know what? Who knows? Like, maybe one day we will. I predict in five years we are going to be super popular and we're going to be traveling the. Oh, fuck. I almost spilled over my water. Um, but yeah, we're going to be traveling the US and Canada to like tell our stories about shitty ass movies. Well, good movies, whatever. Feminism. Boo! Yeah, That was supposed to be a feminism, horn, I guess. I guess we better do tests. How long are we. Oh my god, we're not even 40 minutes.
1: Well, we I told you it was going to be 45 minutes to an hour. I knew. There was no substance to this movie for me. Um, Yikes. <laughs> okay, let's do tests. Get this over with. Oh, oh god. Uh, Bechdel test. Two named female characters on screen alone talking about something other than a man. This is a fail. There's only one named female character. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Mako Mori Test, which is a female character whose storyline not is not to further advance a male character storyline. This is also a fail, because she basically is doing what the puppet master wanted her to. Yep. I mean, Rachel Bechdel, two people of color, or two non-white characters having a conversation about someone other than a white character. They're all Japanese, so it's a pass.
0: I don't know. Some of them were, like, white characters too, though.
1: There were American characters too, yeah. But, like, when the doctor and she are talking, you know, that that makes it pass. Yeah. Um, Duvernay Test, uh, people of color or non-white um, characters have a story arc that's not based on furthering a white character story arc this is an automatic pass because um i guess i don't know what the puppet master was <laughs>
0: but um yeah. the one thing i do want to say about this theme because um there's like the themes of this movie that um a lot of people oh are we done the test by the way i got one more okay
1: um sexy lamp sexy lamp test a named female character can be replaced with the sexy lamp from a christmas story and it won't change the plot this is a technical pass because there's only one female character that has a name
0: yeah so like the thing though about this movie um is um the movie does kind of uh do a lot of focus on sexuality and gender identity um This is, like, what I'm reading from the Wikipedia page, but, like, as you can tell, like, the Puppet Master, like, went into a female, technically a female body or whatever, and, like, you know... Does that
1: make, does that make um, them non-binary, since it's both a male and a female computer?
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, it doesn't really, like... Motoko's female identity and appearance, like.
1: It was programmed into her.
0: Yeah, but then there's also the case of, like, the next part where there's, like, the child's body or whatever, and it doesn't really say if it's a woman or a man. Mm-mm. Right? So I
1: don't. I, I guess.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, there is that part of this movie that, I mean, is kind of interesting. Um. But it's a dig deep kind of thing, yeah, but like character, I don't know, it's mm,
1: so next question, you still there?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm still here.
1: <laughs> is it a good movie, uh,
0: according to everybody, yes, it is, uh, according to us, eh. mm, no. <laughs> I mean. Like, we told our friend from New
1: York who we bring up all the time about it. He's like, because he's like, oh, you guys are doing a podcast again tonight. Well, yeah, we fucking are. Maybe you should listen. I hope you are
0: listening one he's day He's not going to gonna listen. He's not. He has. Oh, no. He's just going to bitch about, you know, stuff in his life. I almost said what <laughs> he's going to bitch about, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Um.
1: But yeah, he was like. I watched that before. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I mean, so obviously it's not just me. I was like it was all right. I mean, if you're into this kind of stuff, it's probably fucking awesome, but for me it was just
0: meh. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> I, that's how I feel like I wasn't <laughs> I mean, it's Maybe it's not the worst movie ever. Right? Like, people, you're allowed to like movies that other people don't like, right? So, that's just kind of how I feel about about that, that this movie is, it's an okay movie. I didn't particularly enjoy it, but, you know, I know other people who really enjoyed this movie. But, then again, I like movies that are fucking awful, okay? like. Um, yeah, so we can like again, this movie. Not everybody is, I don't, I feel bad that I didn't like this movie because it is like one of those movies that everybody talks about and people enjoy. But again, not everybody's going to enjoy the same movies, and that's okay. Okay, it's like
1: an Oscar movie, you know, like when the Oscars come out, you're like, oh man. I gotta watch these because apparently they're amazing.
0: And then you watch them and you're just like eh, I guess. I
1: don't get it.
0: I don't get <laughs> it either.
1: I mean Salmon Fishing in Yemen was nominated for Best Picture. That is a dry ass movie. I don't
0: know. I've never seen it.
1: Don't. It's not worth it.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, but yeah so we'll give it like a 3 out of 10 I guess.
0: Oh. I don't know. We don't really have a uh, just pause. We this. don't have a. S- um, the cleaner came in, to, so I had to tell Gracie to shut up. And then she said <laughs> stuff. So, oh, oh well. We don't oh, really have yeah. like a a number sequence with this movie. Um, out of five, yeah, we don't have a system. I would we don't say a have a two. A two out of five. Yikes. Oh.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I think it's just because of cultural revel- uh like the cultural relevance for this movie and like how people really enjoyed it. And maybe it was the time period when it came out. Like, I don't know. It definitely inspired, you know, other movies that people it really enjoyed. Do I personally, like I said, I didn't enjoy it. It's not my favorite. I mean, she's cool looking though. Yeah.
1: um so next week we're gonna be starting our LGBT month and I think that we're gonna do Brokeback Mountain first because of what a breakthrough movie it was you know
0: what was that one line from the from that movie I can't quit you Gracie I can't quit but. you. Aww.
1: <laughs> <That's so> sweet.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like, uh. they turned
1: that into a joke, like, ugh, which we'll get into next week when we talk about it. But I thought it would be a good way to start off LGBT month, um, yeah. is to basically talk about one of the movies that really had an impact, um, so. Yeah, which we'll is so,
0: that. it's so weird that people, like, made jokes about that fucking movie. It was a tragedy. I know. (laughs) That movie was fucking fantastic. Um, But, Um, yeah. So, links.
1: Links. Uh, I haven't set up the Patreon yet. I've been super fucking busy. So, it should be here Monday uh, of next week when we do Brokeback Mountain. You guys should have the... I'll have the links to that. Um, But you can check us out on Facebook at the Feminist Critique Podcast. Um, we are the feminist critique podcast at gmail.com. If you want to listen to us and you don't have iTunes, we're on Libsyn which we share those links. It's, uh, I think, Feminist critique Um
0: We're going to be on Google Play soon.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to work, hopefully, this weekend on getting us on Google Play and Spotify. Um, Google Play is going to be easier. <sighs> Not so sure about the Spotify. Um, uh, And you can check me out on Twitter, even though I haven't updated in forever, at South of Grace.
0: And you can, we are also on Twitter uh, that I run that, uh, that account. Uh, It's just simply feminist critique without the E at the end because I ran out of word. But um, so, yeah, it's like feminist (laughs) critique or something. I don't know And then also, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Agelines, Aislenes, A I S L E N E S. And then also, if you want to check me out, uh, you know, I have a day job where I do radio and I talk um, and like make stupid jokes. And uh, yeah, you can check me out over at uh, kicks.fm and uh blah 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 the usual their opinions my opinions totally different The uh, please don't get me fired
1: well don't be racist like roseanne
0: well i mean that's pretty easy because i'm not
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah full disclosure we did talk about how that show was opening up a dialogue um a few weeks ago yeah it did uh, we did And uh, we're just going to come out and say it right now. It doesn't matter if the show was opening up a dialogue. She deserves to get fired and the show deserves to get canceled.
0: Yep. That's how I feel. Don't be racist. (laughs) Don't be an asshole and don't be racist. That's like two things that, you know, is pretty easy to, uh, I would, you would hope it would be easy to like not do because nobody likes a secret racist. Racist no and no one likes one on twitter nope
1: that calls a black woman uh the daughter of uh oh the god. muslim brotherhood and planet of the apes
0: oh yeah. my god
1: that's what she said it's yeah fucking awful so that yeah, is sorry roseanne not really <laughs> bye <laughs> you guys have a good week we'll see you next
0: monday bye Felicia. bye, bye.